Happy Monday. Hopefully you had a great weekend like some of us did. <laughs> oh, my. The Levac National Product is worth way more today than it was on Friday. Uh, all right, it's time for the DraftKings Kickstarter. Ten topics all from the world of the NFL to get us rolling here on Levac and Gaz live from the GT Toy Studio. That's toys with a Z. Gaz number 10. The 49ers have a 14-game regular season win streak. Also, Christian McCaffrey has a 15-game touchdown streak. Coincidence? I think not. Dude is making them more legit than ever. The record for the Niners is 15 games from like 89 to 90. So this week against Cleveland, they have a chance to go ahead and and tie the the 49ers regular season win streak record. Laying the smack down like the rock. Well, that the re- Rudy Pooh candy bonuses. Remember at one point this season, I was trying to figure out who the best team in the NFL was. Remember at one point this season, I demanded we do power rankings. Yeah. Let me tell you right now, that is not needed anymore. The huh. best team in the NFL is the San Francisco 49ers. They left no doubt on the field last night. 42-10, they beat Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Dak said it was humbling. Humbling, humble is going to be the uh, the key to a couple of these stories today. Moving on to number nine, there are three perfect teams left in the league. We just talked about the 5-0 49ers. There's also the 5-0 Eagles, and there is the 0-5 Carolina Panthers. Perfection, my friend. It takes many forms. Some of them aren't pretty, huh, Carolina? Carolina, you are the worst team in the NFL. Are they, though? Oh, well... Let me, let me set this up, right? Carolina's the worst team in the NFL. They're 0-5. But here's the positivity to lead off a Monday show. You are not the franchise in the worst spot going forward. Okay. There is another franchise that is in far worse shape for the future than the Carolina Panthers. That's is, a tease, baby. I, I just want to I I I say, like, if we went on a, on a, a not even neutral field, whatever, can the Panthers beat the Broncos? I feel like they can. Can they beat the Giants? Kind of feel like they can. I, I mean, there's teams out there that I think are decidedly worse than the Carolina Panthers, even though the Panthers are perfectly awful. That's hmm, I don't know. Do you uh, do you uh, did you want to pay off the tease now, or you want to pay it off later? Um, I'm good with either. I'm I'm, hit, I'll pay it off later. Pay it off later. All right, on to number eight. Is it is it over? Is it over? The Patriots get embarrassed, thirty-four to nothing, by the Saints. Uh, I believe it was you who called him Macaroni Jones. Macaroni Jones is a bum. <laughs> he stinks. And so does that coach Belichick. They're terrible. I'm not waiting. This one I'm not waiting to tease. They stink. They stink. Let me tell you something about the New England Patriots. I sat there on Sunday at Rivers Casino, and I pointed to the wonderful Delia. She is the best. <laughs> and I to- I turned to her and said, I'm not doing this again. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not biting on a Patriot line that stinks. And sure enough, I'm, 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 I'm there and nibbling away at it. I'm getting a big mouthful. The Patriots, they stink. The quarterback stinks. The coach hasn't figured out how to draft. He's maybe arguably the greatest coach of all time. Not anymore. Because this guy can't figure it out post-roster. Here's the thing, Levesque, because I don't think I'm getting another chance for the rest of the show to do this rant. You've seen it before in professional sports. With the Warriors and the Bulls in the NBA, baseball, it happens all the time. What happens is you spend too much money and you got to rebuild. Hey, we went all in for a championship. We spent a ton of stuff. We got to get under the cap. We're going to stink for a few years. Not the excuse for the Patriots. You don't get to use that excuse, New England, because you guys lost Tom Brady and you've stunk since. You didn't go out and spend a bunch of money. You didn't rebuild. You thought you were better than you were, and you're not anymore. I do want to point out, it looks as though the Tom Brady deal to become part owner of the Raiders is being shot down. Do you think right now... Allah say anything. Belichick has got a boombox over his head, playing Peter Gabriel outside of Brady's mansion, trying to get Brady to come back for one more run. In your eyes, the light, the heat, your eyes. Please, Tom, come home. Nope, because years ago, and Levac, you were one of the first voices on this story, the egos of Brady and Belichick. They really said, I'm going to prove to people I can do it without him. Brady did. Brady made the Buccaneers win. Won a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers. Belichick has stunk since Brady left. And by the way, Belichick wasn't good pre-Brady. Remember he coached the Cleveland Browns and he had Nick Saban as a coordinator? 
Somebody's legacy has been tarnished a little bit more than the other one, and it's Belichick and Macaroni Jones. Macaroni Jones, number seven in the Kickstarter, the DraftKings Kickstarter. The hey, a cult running back went for 165 yards, a two touchdown in Jonathan Taylor's return. Sadly, it was not JT. It was Zach Moss. He went off. Taylor was okay. Oh, and uh, by the way, um, rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson, who continues to get hurt during games, uh, hurt his shoulder. During the game, it's an AC joint injury. Um, but I also want to point out, during that same hit, his head bounced off the turf yet again. I, If you told me that the shoulder's fine by now, but they're a little worried about that head because the amount of times he's rattled that thing around like a ping pong ball in front of Forrest Gump and, a, and the Chinese army, I would tell you that you're probably right. There's a lot going on with that poor guy's health. Colts get better and worse all in one game. Now I understand why they gave Jonathan Taylor the contract because they feared Anthony Richardson doesn't want to slide or will constantly take hits. Cam Newton took a lot of hits in his career. Cam Newton and Anthony Richardson are getting easy comparisons and so is Josh Allen. Richardson's not them. All right, he's a rookie. He's got a little bit to learn and he's going to continue to take blows like that. You know, their coach Shane Stuckton calls a really good game. Stuckton calls a great game. Sounds he's like swore at me. He's a really good coach. Like Gardner Minshew got out there and made some really good plays. Indianapolis, if you don't think they got enough talent, I'll agree with you on that. But there's no argument that they're well-coached, disciplined, and been one of the surprises of the NFL season because of how good offense and defense have played so far for the team rocking the horseshoe. Number six in what looked like a game tailor-made for the Chiefs to win, they swiftly felt their season slipping away when Travis Kelsey appeared to suffer a non-contact injury. But Tay-Tay's boo-boo avoided a major boo-boo and returned to score a touchdown. Uh, Ten catches, 67 yards in the day for Travis Kelsey instead of a career-ending or season-ending contact, non-contact injury. That's twice this year that Kelsey's gone out there, hurt himself during a game. We've all went, oh, no! And then he comes out and twerks his way into the end zone. He just keeps doing it. Uh, Chiefs beat the Vikings 27-20, who uh, weren't uh, actually as lucky as Justin Jefferson suffered a hamstring injury and no telling how long he's going to be out now. Bummed out for Justin Jefferson. He's had a fantastic career and a really good season so far. Minnesota obviously needs him on that offense, even though the rookie Aston's been good. I thought, I'm one of the overreactors, I'll admit. I thought Kelsey was done. The whole thing walking around and on the... I was totally ready to say he's done. Let me add this to Patrick Mahomes. Congratulations, Patrick Mahomes. You've now joined Michael Jordan, okay. LeBron James, Ooh, those guys are good, and Tom Brady. You're now in that category of everyone thinks you get every call. The Jordan rules, the referees favor LeBron. They wouldn't have called that on Brady. It's the second week in a row where NFL fans are blaming the referees and the officials for a Chiefs win. First, it was a Jet game. Viking fan is screaming there's pass interference on that last play. I don't believe that because the receiver doesn't know where the ball is. But Mahomes, congratulations. Everyone thinks the league is rigged for you now. And maybe it goes back to the Super Bowl for that P.I. call or holding or defensive illegal contact, whatever it was. Mahomes is now in the category with the goats of the league is rigged for you. Uh, For number five, we look ahead instead of back. It's the only one we'll do that with. Monday Night Football, the Las Vegas Raiders host the Green Bay Packers. You're doing this to your favorite team? Can we, flex this? Can we flex this one out? What do you Can mean? There's some storylines here. If Adams is healthy, is 100% he's 100% go. He's going to play, but he's not healthy. That's a cool storyline. Jimmy G's back. That's a good storyline, too. Yeah. You really care about this game? I'm, I'm interested in the Adams stuff. I think Green Bay got pounded. In their most recent game against Detroit, but they're not out of the playoff mix. I, I'm, I'm very surprised. You know what? Let's get back to this one a little later. Hopefully, throughout the show today, I can convince you to get more excited about Raiders Packers. The best part about Raiders Packers is it'll be easier for me to sleep tonight. It'll just lull me, oh, right? <laughs> right down. Uh, number four. Listen, I know it was only the Panthers. We just talked about how perfectly imperfect the Panthers are. But the Lions feel absolutely legit to me. No Amon Ross St. Brown, no Jameer Gibbs, but they still hang 42 on the Panthers. Uh, Sam Laporta, somebody predicted two touchdowns for that gentleman. He got two. Somebody predicted an anytime touchdown for David Montgomery. He got one. And I want to even point out another thing. For the rest of the season, if you are facing the Niners or the Lions, 
and you're they play earlier, the other team plays earlier, the one you're not facing, watch what they do with that tight end because they're going to do it later with the other one. Laporta has that great like wheel route where he gets out and escapes, and then almost like I said, a whole other Iowa tight end, Kittle does it for San Fran. So these they're, they're like it's simpatico the way they work, but the Lions look real, real. They're going for the first division championship in 30 years for that franchise. The first playoff win that's got to be even longer than that for the Lions, a home playoff game. They're awesome. They're stacked across the board. Goff continues to play really well. You mentioned all the injuries they overcame in that matchup. Uh, I got I'm a Panther fan. I'm going to help you out here in a second, but I just want to do a little programming note. We rarely do this on a Monday. The Lions played so well. We've already Ooh. locked them in for the doubleheader coming up this weekend Ooh. on Fox Sports 95, 9 to 980. You're going to hear the Lions take on my Buccaneers at 1 o'clock following our show at Rivers mm, Casino and Resort. That's not good for you. I don't love that. All the Buccaneers do come off a bye, and we're going to follow that one up with Eagles Jets. So, Jet fan, if you've been looking forward to listening to your team in the Capital Region, here we go. The Jets are going to be on 95, 9 to 980 in that 4 o'clock window. But back to the Panthers quickly. I teased a few minutes ago that the Panthers are the worst team in the NFL, but not in the worst shape. The team that's in the worst shape going forward is the Denver Broncos. That mm. team is in shambles, and I'm sure we'll get to them later on. Mm-hmm. We sure will, no doubt about that. I do like that you pointed out that we're going to have a matchup of Man Campbell and Todd Bowles. <laughs> Man Campbell over here, come on, Bowles! I mean, Bowles! <laughs> and, and Bowles over here going... Uh, I don't like that guy. He seems like he might be rude. I'm going to stay here and watch the Raiders-Packers game. It's very exciting. It's not like Ted DiBiase versus <laughs> the ultimate warrior if he didn't talk. That's what I'm going to do. All right, number three. So the Bills lose to the Jags across the pond at the Tottenham Hotspur uh, Stadium. But honestly, that's probably not the worst loss of the day for them, even though they dropped 25-20 to the Jags. It's the Matt Milano injury, uh, leg fracture, possibly worse damage to his knee. This guy is one of the most important pieces of their defense. You've seen what the Miami Dolphins can do. Their defense, it, it's part of why they were able to match up so well is they have a linebacker who can cover as well as he can cover. This is a big loss for the Bills. Massive loss. This is a season, if you look at Buffalo, uh, before us, Cowherd and McIntyre fired off the take. The Super Bowl's out. I'm not going that far. I don't know if they're knocked out of the Super Bowl because of that. But it feels like Von Miller. It feels like a huge defensive loss that can continue to alter the season. It is an uphill battle to beat Kansas City, to beat Miami a second time. But after that, you might have the advantage. you got to find somebody who can step up. It is a massive blow to the Buffalo Bills season losing him. Absolutely. Number two, let's get the bad news for the Jets out of the way first. Elijah Vera Tucker leaves the field. Looks like he's banged up. We'll find out for sure how bad. He's your only really good offensive lineman. It would suck to lose him. Now on to the good news. The Jets avenge the honor of Nathaniel, don't call me Buddy Hackett. Even though Zach Wilson just barely lost a game of who can make a bigger game-losing mistake to his cousin Russell, the Jets get it done, beat the Broncos, and I will say this to you guys, stay humble. Worst part of that whole Stay thing. Stay humble. We're going to talk a lot of New York football today, but I'll stick with Denver here in this hour, at least now. In this in this segment, thanks to DraftKings Kickstarter, the Broncos are a mess. Yes. The Broncos are not even close to getting out of the Russell Wilson contract. Kyler Murray's contract's bad in Arizona, but Russell Wilson in the future and how bad Denver is going to be, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to get Caleb Williams? How are they going to put him on the rock? How are they going to make any of that work? The McLaughlin kid out of the backfield, the running back, He's like their third or fourth running. He's actually pretty good. But the fact that I'm coming on here and telling you about the fourth string Denver running back is, hey, he's pretty good. Not a great sign. The defense, what's the stat? Is like over $100 million combined that was spent on that defense. Couldn't tell you a player who's an impactful player on the defense. They might want to trade everybody away. Randy Gregory was let go. I'm sorry, he was traded to uh, whoever the hell they are. It doesn't even matter. He didn't play for them either. And he was more impactful than the guys who were on the field. For for the the Denver Broncos and listen, Zach Wilson legit tried to give that game away. He did. It's just Russell Wilson was better at it. There was a stat and special teams as well. Stop muffing punts. I don't know why that keeps happening. <laughs> there was a stat in Denver less than ten years ago that the Denver Broncos had appeared in more Super Bowls than seasons in which they missed the postseason. That's an incredible stat. Spoiler alert: not a real stat anymore because the Bronco franchise has gone in the complete opposite direction.
Yep, just remember to stay humble. Uh, more on that coming up. Number one. Damn, Daniel. Daniel Jones. In a losing effort. A really bad losing effort. Gets hurt. Hurts his neck again. This could be a bad one. He could be gone for some time. So you're looking at a Giants team that just lost 31-16 to the Dolphins. By the way, mostly self-inflicted wounds from the Dolphins. And now, hey, good good news. The next couple games, Matt Breida in the backfield and Tyrod Taylor as the quarterback. What year is this? Not good news for Big Blue. It's hard here on a Monday, about 24 hours plus removed for the game, to figure out the impact of the injury for the future. But it feels like Levac, no, nothing to do with Daniel Jones' play on the field, although that sort of contributed, but an injury might change everything for the future for this franchise. What happens for Tyrod, a.k.a. Tyrod Taylor? How do the Giants look at the NFL draft? How do they look at free agency? How do they look at Daniel Jones? Everything starts to change today because of neck injury, because of contract situations, and how bad this team could be. This is a franchise-changing injury that happened, and it's hard to figure out exactly what four months in advance, but LeVac, that is as bad as it gets, or for some Giant fans, as good as it gets for the future. I think we got to dive into that one a little bit deeper. I would love to. Let's do that uh, coming up next. We also need to talk a little more about the Jets and the Bills and some of the bigger plays of the weekend. We haven't even touched Major League Baseball playoffs or the Arizona Fall League. So we have much, much to do, my friends. So much to do that I wish I wish we could just elevate our, our, our levels a little bit, be even more elevated than we already are, like going to Elevation10k.com and learning from Elevation 10,000 ways to market this show and, and to get better apparel and to, and to do all the things that they do, video processing, audio processing, everything at Elevation 10,000. I was getting some compliments on some of my gear when the in-laws came over this weekend. Ooh, where'd you get that? Ooh, where'd you get this? Elevation 10,000. You can work with Elevation 10,000 today, whether you it's... You tell them Labatt bought it for you? So you told them? They did not tell them that. Whatever you're looking for, maybe it's just to celebrate a great event that's coming up. You're looking to end to that bachelor, bachelorette, family reunion, tailgate outfit. Call up Elevation 10,000. We'll get the gear for you. Then it's on to digital marketing. If you're building a business, if you're promoting a team, if you're doing something that needs a few more eyes on it to help, maybe increase that revenue. Everybody wants some revenue, right? Ooh, I like revenue. Find the audience that matches what you're trying to promote, trying to get out there. The team at Elevation 10,000, award-winning when it comes to digital marketing. Call them today and find out some of the things that they can help you improve on in the future. Yeah, I know uh, Big Blue, the Giants, should probably give uh, Elevation 10,000 a call because they need they need some serious, serious elevating. How bad is it really for the Giants? I mean, are we are we back to looking for coaches and GMs again? That's next. LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. That's LeVac and Gaz for USX Pest Control, USXPest.com. Uh, guys, this is the first time I'm telling you this. There is a new member of the LeVac household. The kids brought home a puppy named Whiskey Whoa. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, was looking at Whiskey, and I said, you know what, Whiskey, you're lucky. You moved into a house that USX has already done the non-chemical exclusion package. So I don't have to worry about you sniffing out a trap or finding something stupid because you're a puppy, and that's what you do is you find stupid things you shouldn't touch and you look cute doing it and you and you do stupid things but no you don't get to do it cuz non non chemical exclusion package uh, keeping everything out and then they go around the outside and they treat it off for what we need to what type of breed is whiskey huge oh. uh he is a couple weeks old and he has already got paws the size of your head some people look at their dogs and cats and think that's how we fight it that's how we get it to pass yeah. out of here we're just going to yeah. train them and then all of a sudden there's slob coming off their mouth and you see another Rodent run across your home. How about just call USX Pest Control to make sure that your garage, your attic, your basement, maybe the spots where you see a little opening all of a sudden, you're wondering what that is. You start seeing some brown things. You're starting to wonder where those came Mm -hmm. from. They're not chocolate. Tim, Frank, and stop over. Go into your home and be like, okay, here's the problem. We're going to fix this. Or you need extra eye on this going forward for the future. USX Pest Control came to your home. They came to my home as well. Laid out a plan for us. We've been staying safe all summer long, fall long, and now it's actually cooling off a little bit. The winter is just around the corner. Call USX Pest Control to make sure your home is safe as the year continues to roll on. Absolutely free inspection. Go check it out today, usxpest.com. 
It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. It's going to be a huge dog. It's going to be a huge, large, it's going to be a horse is what it's going to be. It's like a shepherd mastiff mix is what they told us what I, they said. I don't know what that means. So German shepherd, big dog. Yeah. And a, and a, a mastiff, bigger dog. Somebody let two of them together. And now whiskey lives in my house. I'm not a big dog person or animal person in general. Yeah. Like I'm okay with goldfish. <laughs> I don't know what the massive is. I really, I, they say it wrong. Yeah, mastiff. Mastiff. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What color is the mastiff? I've uh, never, this, this, honestly, this, I've never heard in my life. This gentleman looks like um, he just looks like he's going to be a giant German Shepherd. Is what okay. he looks like. All right. So there you go. So that's going on in my life. Um, but I'm still better off than the Giants. That's all there is to it. We don't, we don't give up all away, right? Like this is. On, if you happen to be listening to our show yesterday live from Rivers, I said, I feel like what has happened is Dable and, and Joe Shane, they, they were like a year ahead of schedule. They made the playoffs last year. They won a playoff game against Minnesota, and we all went, oh, my God, they're amazing. And we thought, you're never going to look back. But honestly, they were like a year ahead of schedule because maybe two, because they still don't have, what, three-fifths of their offensive line. They don't have a true number one wide receiver. They're, the defense took a step back in the offseason somehow. Like, they're still, on, in all sincerity, before they get to where they were last year, you think they would absolutely need a, a lockdown, one more lockdown offensive lineman, um, one more wide receiver, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau to be the kind of pass rusher you expect him to be when you drafted him. Like, there's there's a lot wrong, but it's not – the whole organization. This isn't Brian Dable doesn't have to go, right? No, no, I don't think it's a lot on him. He's still a really good coach. Here's the problem with the Giants that it got exposed really fast this season. Big Blue fans will know this really quick. I'm going to try to use a a comparison that people might do. Uh, are you a puzzle guy? Do you like? Are you good at puzzles? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm not very good at puzzles. I, like I think puzzles. I'm good at puzzles, but I'm not. I don't have the attention span for it. But I bring up puzzles and maybe shoots and ladders, board games like this that you can get to point A to point B. In a variety of ways. Like you could start with the outside pieces. You can go with the pieces that look like similar colors. You can go up the ladder. You gotta go border first. You always go border. Border first. first. Border okay. First. Yeah. Uh, clearly my puzzle skills are very low. Here to help. But here's the thing with the Giants, right? Okay, let's play out this scenario. Giant fans, Saquon Barkley and Andrew Thomas are gonna get hurt. How do you win games? Or just in general, hey, you, your best offensive lineman and your best offensive weapon get hurt. How do you win? Okay, if you're an NFL team, here's some possibilities. You've got a big-time playmaking wide receiver that can step up and make the plays you need. Yeah, the Giants don't have that. That's okay. That's okay. You've got a dynamic quarterback who's a running threat, who's got a deep ball, who can go really deep, and he can make just the playmaking plays. The big plays can help you win a game. Yeah, we don't have that either. Well, That's honestly, okay. Honestly, he, he has those abilities. He just doesn't have, I don't know if it's the brain. Like, he needs a Freaky Friday. He needs... He needs somebody to step in there and take over. Because he has the big arm. He can run. He's proven that. But this year so far, no, no. Maybe not to the level of Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Cam Newton, guys who could just break one off for 70, 80 yards and have a deep ball, 60, 70 yards. Okay, I I don't even disagree with those points, but I haven't seen those examples of maybe a big play, you can just sneak it out and pull it off. Okay, you've got a dominating defense that even if your offense stinks – you can make some plays. Pittsburgh's sort of like that now. We didn't mention the Steelers and the Ravens and DraftKings Kickstarter, but the Steelers' defense is really good. Okay, I don't know how we're getting there. Like, because of Barkley and Thomas going down, it got exposed really quick for the Giants of, there's not really a backup plan. There's not a plan B. If we lose Saquon and we don't have an offensive line, we're asking for a lot of guys to do a lot of things we didn't think they were going to have to do. The schedule's tough. Like the, the opponents didn't change from August to October, but that's what happened. That's my take on the Giants. I don't think it has much to do with coaching as it does. They got exposed fast, and the guys who were supposed to step up just aren't very good. They're not. Guys, what what do you hate most about? <laughs> I don't even want to do it. Aaron Boone. What do you hate most about Aaron Boone for the Yankees? What do I hate most about Aaron? Yeah, Boone? Yeah, there's something he does that you hate. I don't. I don't he, know if I remember it. He, 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 as you put it, lies about injury. Liar! Thank you. Thank you. I didn't think it was a personal thing. I thought it was a thing in his face. Like, yes, he's a liar. Yeah. Uh, Adam Schefter reporting. Giants head coach Brian Abel told reporters that the team is, quote, optimistic about Daniel Jones being able to play Sunday night. 
versus Buffalo despite his neck injury. Liar. Uh, liar, liar, pants on fire. He's also the same one who told us that he thought maybe Saquon Barkley would play a week after hurting his ankle, which Saquon Barkley told us was a high ankle sprain. Nobody else told us that. And Saquon's still out. Why can't he just say he's out? Like, Is someone telling him he can't say it? Does he have some bookie he's working with? Like, he scares me when he says stuff like this. We all saw it, man. What are you doing? I wonder if he's one of those guys that, like, I want you to prepare for him. You prepare for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And if I give you Hot Rod Taylor and and Matt Breida, so be it. I want you preparing for all of them. Yeah, you know what else? Uh, Steve Smith, the Monty Toomer, and, uh, and, and, and Tiki Barber all might play, too. They're all ready. They're all ready to go. To look out. Yeah. Eli Manning is coming down that tunnel. No, he's not. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I I got to be honest with you. Based on what just happened in London, I wouldn't want – if I'm Daniel Jones, I'm faking a neck injury to not play Buffalo this week. <laughs> like, like, Buffalo is going to come out there like some like a pack of crazed dogs. Like, it's that, there's no reason even – like, you're, you're going to lose him for a lot more games if you do put him out there. Because they're going to beat him up. That was, you look at what Buffalo did this weekend. They they were not great against the run, but man, they they beat the heck out of Trevor Lawrence. They hit him what five six times. Yeah, and and he's like, he's a bigger, stronger version of Daniel Jones. I'm looking back now. Like I'm trying to remember why did I think the Giants were going to be so good this season. Why yeah. did I think the New York Giants you, were going to the Super Bowl? You drank the Kool-Aid. Like, I did. Like, I thought they were going to be good. Don't get me wrong. I thought they, I thought the only thing that was going to hold them back is how good the Eagles and the Cowboys probably would be. But, like, you're, yeah, you got them winning it all, right? I had them losing to Buffalo in the Super Bowl in the oh. preseason. Now I'm looking back and thinking, like, okay, so the Giants, when they hit their bye week in week nine last year, were six and two. Really good. The teams they beat, Tennessee by a point, Carolina by three. Chicago by eight, Green Bay by five, Baltimore by four, Jacksonville by six. Well, Ugh, maybe to, maybe to it's gold. I don't know. To, to your credit, let's let's talk about what what we thought we knew coming in, right? So both your offensive and defensive coordinators were courted to be head coaches. Both said no. I'd rather stay one more year at least. Um, Daniel Jones had his best year as a pro. You locked him up. You brought in Darren Waller. We're like, okay, here's your number one receiver. Jalen Hyatt is a burner. All these guys were there, right? And we were led to believe Evan Neal was getting better. So there's a lot of good things happening. Oh, Saquon's coming to play, and he's excited. I thought Saquon was going to have a career year. He still might. I mean, it could still happen when he gets back out there finally. But like all these things came together after a playoff year with a playoff win. We, we had every reason to believe that the train was on the tracks and it was heading towards, you know, the, the city of relevancy. Like, they were on their way. And one by one, things have gone wrong. You know, I, I, Waller apparently wears cam- camouflage on Sundays because they never throw him the freaking ball. Barkley's hurt. Daniel Jones is hurt. The offensive line is trash. Like, they're, they're bad, bad. But I got to kind of look. I got When everything's wrong... There's got to be something. There's going to be at least one thing that's majorly wrong, and it's. I just. I hate to think that we're at that point where it's like. Because remember, we all loved um, uh, Joe. What's his face there? The the coach. Joe right. Judge. Joe Judge. We all loved Joe Judge. We all thought Joe Judge after year one had it figured out. Then everyone hated him. Is this another one? This is another Belichick disciple, who can't get it right. No, I can't believe. I. It's hard for me to wrap my brain around. That Brian Dayball became that bad of a head coach from one season. Like he was drawn up plays, guys are open, Giants are opposed because the Giants stunk for a long time before 2022. They were struggling. We laid out the injuries there. It's hard for me to believe that a coach with the biggest impact players on the offense are still going to be able to create the results that quick. Maybe going back and looking at this Giant team now as we head into week six. Maybe they weren't as good as we thought last season. Like the Viking win might have changed everything. Matt Verderam told us, and go back and listen to the interview, Apple and Spotify, always on demand, Levac and Gods. I believe it was one winning team they beat last season the entire year. Maybe that did play a factor in this. And I keep saying maybe and possibly because you did the same thing there with Saquon because you don't know what his status is. And same with Jones because Brian Dable wants to continue to throw odd 
curveballs for another fast baseball. Right? These guys are fast healers. I guess so. Uh, I don't know how it gets better. I really don't. Like, they've been exposed pretty much early on in this season, and I can't tell you Giant fans sitting here on a Monday like, don't worry, it's going to get better when this happens. <laughs> I, what is it? I don't know. Again. I, I got nothing for you. How how low of a draft pick do you have before you take a quarterback? Like If you have a top three pick, you're going quarterback. Top five quarterback? Yep. Top eight quarterback? Yep. Top ten? Yep. Who's left after the top ten and you still go quarterback? Uh, that's harder to do because not knowing the teams who are going to be in that spot. But I would say if the Giants are in a top 10 spot and they've got, I'm just throwing names out here now, Williams, Penix, May, Sanders if he comes out. Yeah, if you've got a quarterback sitting there in one of those spots, it would be hard for me to make a case why the Giants shouldn't take a quarterback because of the lack of success for Daniel Jones. The, I know it sounds odd, but it's worth repeating from last week. In comparison to other NFL quarterback contracts, Jones is a bargain. He really mm-hmm. is. You know, there's 200 and $250 million guys. He's at 80. It's a short term, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's where I'm at, where I'm just wondering, do you just go get – who's the Big Ten Offensive Lineman of the Year? You're our pick. Yeah, but you're the second overall pick. Don't care. You're the guy. <laughs> I mean, they've done it, right? They went after Flowers. They went after Thomas. Yep. They've gone. Neil was a high pick. Yeah, they've had some high picks there. They've gone after offensive linemen. Some have worked out. No more of this Bama crap. Just go right to the Big Ten. Just go right to the Big Ten. Just sit right there in Iowa and Wisconsin. And Michigan. Uh I mean, look at those guys. Those big eaters in Michigan. Come on. Um, I think, uh, Giants fan, I'm sorry, but I think the season's pretty much much toast for you. I, I hate to be that guy to do it so early. Nah, I don't. Who cares? My season's over, too. LeVac, I want to play a game today. Because I, I I don't know how what are you, I, what are you jigsaw? Want to play a game? <laughs> Imagine with the paint on, riding around on a motorcycle. <laughs> a motorcycle, my tricycle. god, tricycle. Yeah. You're like a cool oh. jigsaw. My favorite is one where it's like it's they got the doll. It's in the bathroom, and it says "Want to play a game?" And they replaced the toilet paper with duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Rachel and Doug from our sister station GY said Saw Patrol guys go to Paw Patrol and then go to Saw. Just like Barbie and Oppenheimer. Okay, I have not looked at any NFL lines today. I have not looked at a single one. I'm trying a new strategy this week. I would say in the past, sometimes when I guess my own lines, something jumps out to me and might work. Okay, I have no idea, truly, what the Giants and Bills line is. Okay. I'm going to guess. Yep. I would guess it's... Higher. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing the Bills are favored by 10 and a half. Higher. Higher? Higher. 12 and a half. Higher. Higher than that? Are you serious? I'm serious. 13 and a half. Higher. 14. 14 point underdog in Buffalo. And I got to tell you, I'm very tempted to go ahead and lock it in. Give me the bills. They're angry and the Giants are no good. I'm trying to think now. There's got to be over 150 games that have been played in the NFL. 16 team, 16 times two is 32. 14 is Niners and Cardinals has been the highest number so far this season. That was 14 and a half, I believe it closed at. So this would be the highest spread of any game so far in the NFL season. You want to know something messed up? Not the only one. Two 14-point spreads this week. Oh, man. According to BetRivers.com. Okay. Um, hmm. Uh, you know, I'm going to guess this. Is it the Panthers the other one? It is. Okay. At Miami. Okay. Oh, what's the over? 48 points. I, I, Miami's going to score 48 points. Actually, I think Carolina's a better chance to stay with the two touchdowns than... than yeah, that's a problem. Like, uh, I, if that's a 14-point game and that lines at like the over-unders at like 48.5 or even 41.5, that might be in my place this week. Now hearing that's a... four Because I could see Miami beating Carolina 28-7. to seven. I could see Miami beating Carolina 21-10. to 10. Uh, they, they would cover that. Okay. Uh, 28-10. to 10. Yeah, like Carolina's defense, I know it sounds odd, and they just got smoked by Detroit. The defense is far better than the offense. Not sure if that's a compliment. I'm not sure if you get a C-minus in class and you're better than everybody getting Fs, but you are better than what the other side is. Uh, back to the Giants. So 14? Mm-hmm. Look back, that's a prime time. Like, talking about the Bills, there probably was some discussion, and it's hard to do now post-injury, of getting out of that game. Like, Buffalo did the London game, and maybe it's because of the clock and the adjustment and the break and everything else, but... 
you're not putting a 14 point game in primetime. Like even the Chiefs and Jets was at nine and a half. Boy, don't forget to listen to the Giants on our sister station, Picks 106, <laughs> Sunday night. Yeah, and, and by the way, that's I'm just just shopping numbers real quick. That's that seems to be the consensus. Two touchdowns, two extra points seems to be the consensus. So. You imagine Ooh. the Giants take down survivor pools. I don't buy that right now on a Monday, but boy, that's got to be a huge survivor play for Bills Mafia and Bills fans. If you still got that team sitting there, oh man, fourteen! Wow, Bills are gonna are gonna be ravenous when they come in there with the way they just lost. I I think the Bills will annihilate the Giants. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be bad. I thought nine and a half was a decent guess. Hmm. So listen, there was a I could see your, your little hamster wheel going, and I knew you were like, oh, I'm gonna go. I, I thought you were gonna say ten. I was like, he's he's gonna be so fired up. He said ten. And he thought it was a big number, and I'm like, no, nah, higher. Before you even guessed, higher. I got another game I want to guess. Well, I'm not you, looking. I'm, I'm not looking at any I'm other spreads. Like, I know. I think I know where you want to go. Hmm. I think well, you okay. can do that next All right. because you may be on the same page as as another individual I spoke to earlier today. Uh, I'm assuming both teams wear green. Nice. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. But first, let me talk to you about the integrative. Let me talk to you about the integrative sleeve center. I love that guy. I love that pay per view. <laughs> LA Knight, man. I love him in Fast Slice. Great. And everybody's yelling, integrative sleeve center. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he, there was a point where he's hitting like two people and he's, and they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. The crowd. I thought the crowd, how many fat people passed out in in the crowd of Fastlane? Because I almost passed out just watching it. I love that guy. LA Knight, I got to get an LA Knight shirt. Did you see the Kevin Nash thing? Oh, yeah. Those two don't like each other yeah, very much. Yeah, he calls them the Rock ripoff. So what? <laughs> rock was great, too. I'll that take right? a JV version of the Rock. Oh, what a diss. Oh, you're like the Rock, but not. Oh, sorry. I'm jacked in that personality. Oh, no. Anyways, the Integrative Sleep Center. We may have to talk more wrestling later. I, I, think it's, I got to tell you, I don't think, I, I got to tell you. I don't think you've been this fired up yet today. Um, <laughs> Integrated Sleep Center, big time game change. I got to get back in there. I, I chipped my um, my mouthpiece. Ooh, what it's happened? Not, it's not a place that's going to bother me. I must be so stressed out with everything going on. I've been grinding the teeth. So what I've got is my mouthpiece not only keeps my airway open, so the snoring and the sleep apnea is under control, but because I grind my teeth, mine has like a bump on the front, so it keeps me from being able to do it. I must have been so just, oh, gotta gotta launch a football team. Oh, gotta do a show Sunday. Oh, the Raiders suck. That I must have been grinding to the point where, like, just just this little piece in the very, very back clipped off. I saw it this morning. So it's not causing me any issues. No big deal. But of course, Dr. Drew and the team will take care of me. I'll get in there. We'll get it fixed up. No problem. But it's just one of those deals where you're sitting there, you're like, can you imagine what shape my teeth would be in right now if I didn't have that mouthpiece? Not only would I be getting no rest, I'd probably be at the dentist right now, not even here. So, uh, Dr. Ear in the Integrative Sleep Center, I mean, absolute 100% lifesavers. I, I had severe sleep apnea. I was I was gray. Like, not not like, oh, my mood was gray. No, like, I looked gray because I hadn't slept in so long. And now I'm sleeping great. I feel better. I'm able to get through all this stuff. And, and my teeth are safer because I'm not grinding them. It, Get all the benefits I'm getting. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreher in the Integrative Sleep Center to help me sleep better. They can help you sleep better, too. Coming up next, does guys ever get sick of being wrong when what? he goes against me? And is there another local media member who may have to bow down and kiss the ring? Coming up next, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Bow down. Hey, um, guys, my uh, yeah. my trainer Beth, yeah, a good friend of mine. She's uh, she started training in, out, out of her house and and like coming up with like nutrition and fitness plans. Um, she's asked us. She's asked for uh, one of two favors. Um, one, either we stop betting alcohol, or two, you start winning once in a while because <laughs> it's not good for my diet. All the times I beat you. All the things I'm right about that you're wrong about. You're getting those OEs at some point. I'll tell you what. Maybe Wednesday. I'm going to tell you something right now. Yeah. I'm not going to stay humble. I'm not going to. I don't have to. I don't have to. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not Sean Payton. I don't have to stay humble. 
I don't think they're going to shake hands at all. I think what will happen is if the Jets win, they'll just leave. Nah. Nah, nah. Hey, what did I say? I said not only will they shake hands, they'll throw shade while they shake hands. Guys, who was right? You were right. The king! You know what the worst part about this whole thing was? Is that I was watching on Red Zone, and at the end of that game... Oh, did you oh, have an idea? No, it's my wife oh. reminding me that I also was wrong. Very funny. I know <laughs> she was watching that. I know. She said, that's not the Arizona Fall League update! Woo! It's not the phone line to the studio, love. Okay? Yeah. I, go with, I go with the love. I don't go honey or sweetie. I go love there. Uh, here's the thing. Red Zone cuts away from the game. So Red Zone goes, and that's it. Final from Denver. The Jets and the Broncos. I'm like, oh. They didn't shake hands. I'm like, I won the bet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I so then Scott Hansen comes back from showing his highlights and they zoom in on Nathaniel Hackett. I'm like, oh my God, I knew it. I knew it. And then they show him and Scott Hansen goes, here comes Robert Sala and uh, Sean Payne coming to midfield. We wanted to make sure we show the hand. Hey, Scotty, no. Scotty, Scotty, cut away. So that was the worst part. While the Orioles will talk about in the four o'clock, while the Orioles are getting pounded. Yeah. There I am with yeah. a glimmer of hope that my hot, hot, hot take was going to hit. By the way, I found out more embarrassing things about your Orioles, too. Oh. I'll share that with you in a little bit. What a fun Monday. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm here to help. I am here for you because everybody's saying, God is wrong. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what he said. I saw the smirk, and I saw I saw Peyton looking like uh, like that Kevin James gif everybody's got out there right now. Oh, I'm sorry, Like, which is funny because he played them. You see the Jets even did that? The Jets. Oh. Took the uh, remember Kevin James played Sean Payton in a movie about Sean Payton. Yes, they put they they put Denver gear on Kevin James, and they put and they they tweeted out or they xed out or whatever the hell it was when you lose to like the worst offense or something. It was bad. It was really evil. It's pretty funny. <laughs> and it was great. Like not only was I right that Salah threw shade, the Jets threw shade. Like, the Jets came for him, too. Um, and I got to be honest with you. I like what Sala said better than all of my ideas. Like, all of my ideas were, like, you know, go get him and all this other stuff, whatever. Like, they were too mean. They didn't make sense for Sala. Sala dropping the pulls him in close. Hey, coach. Hey, coach. Here's coach. Pulls, pulls Peyton in close. Goes, stay humble. And, le- and smirks and leaves. Oh! Eh, eh, eh. Woohoo! 400 yards of offense. Stay humble. That was that was awesome. It's perfect. Jet fan was pretty fired up. That was a pretty cool moment. Nathaniel yeah, Hackett. I'm sorry. The when, game you, ball. when you lose to the offseason champs, because that's what Sean Payton said is they were the offseason champs. That's what it was. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna retweet it. Good, great job by the Jets. That's pretty awesome. Good for Jet fans. Uh good for Jet fans getting some positivity back in the year that I know it felt derailed after the Rogers injury. Denver was a perfect opponent for the Jets in the perfect week, and they got the win. And all, all the hype around that game, it felt like it was kind of the air was taken out. But the game itself, uh, shout out to our guy, Andrew Catalan, who was a Capital Region guy. I liked his quote from the game. Not exactly one you'd send into Canton. It's the best way to describe <laughs> Jets Broncos. A couple fumbles, a couple turnovers, a couple bad plays overall. Well, I told you, the, Wilson, the Wilson twins were trying to lose the game. Each yep. one, Zach and Russell, they were out there trying to lose. Didn't matter. Those are fixable mistakes. You know, we talked about the Giants a few minutes ago. There's some things on the Giant roster that's not going to get fixed. You can fix some special teams' woes. Mm-hmm. You can fix maybe some play calling. Brees Hall popped off a long run. Shout out to Brees Hall. Cash that ticket. Off. Uh, here's the thing, though, with Zach Wilson. And Jet fan, more positivity after a victory. This is going to sound like a diss, but it's not. You know, if Zach Wilson can kind of play like Mark Sanchez, they might be okay. <laughs> Levesque, think about this for a second. If you can run into your center's butts head first, eat a hot dog on the sideline, we're going to be fine. Remember the Jet teams that got to the AFC title game? Those back-to-back seasons. No, I'm too young. History will tell you that Mark Sanchez, if he was better, would have helped the Jets get over the hump and get to those. Maybe. Possibly. Uh, I don't know who the other options were that the Jets could have acquired, but they thought Sanchez would be the future. He was young in his career. Blah, blah, blah. Zach Wilson, there's your bar. No one wants you to be Aaron Rodgers. You're not Aaron Rodgers. We all knew that. But if you could just, like, not be awful and be kind of good, like, do whatever that was, maybe not the bad throws in the second half, but just like Mark Sanchez, maybe a little bit better. I don't want to ask too much of you, but Mark Sanchez is the goal here, LeVac. 
Jet fan, I know that sounds like I'm dissing Wilson. I've been ripping him apart since September. That's your new goal. If you can give me Mark Sanchez week in and week out, don't blow the game. Be kind of not bad, but a little bit average and not awful. The Jets can win some games. Come on. Like, what would you expect out of Zach Wilson? Like, what's the bar? Jet fan, you can let us know. 518-690-0980. At the Jeff Levac, At Tom Goss. T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z on X, Twitter, Facebook, the app. Am I crazy with the expectation of Zach Wilson that if you're that, it might not be so bad? Yeah, I mean, the defense, the running game, every even the special teams, I know they weren't great in this game, but they've they've got the they've got athletes, they've got potential, they can do things. No, 100 percent If he if he goes game manager, but he has the problem is he has skills. Like he can throw the the throw that was intercepted that he threw to Garrett Wilson at the end of the game, he can very easily throw that back shoulder throw. He can do it. We've seen him do it. He threw it right into the bread bag. The only place that it could have been contested is where he put it. But he has, I mean, you and I, we couldn't make the throw the way it's supposed to be made. Um, a lot of quarterbacks can't make the throw the way it's supposed to be made. There's a reason uh, you know, Trevor Simeon's sitting on a bench. Like he's These guys can't make that throw. He can. He can do all of it. He's just, I mean... Okay, he's just got to be. You got to baby him a little bit. Some high percentage, run the football, do some things, and he could. Yeah, they could very well win some. They could win next week. Whoa, hang on a second. You mentioned you talked to a media member. That's right. And now you just dropped that line. Take me through this journey of what's going on in that mind right now of yours. As I said before, the Jets are good enough. They could. They have the defense. They have the running game. Zach Wilson, if he plays like he played in the loss to the Chiefs. And majority of this game against Denver, they could beat some really good teams, including the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are are really what they are. I don't think they're a five and zero team. I don't think they are. So I happened to be on a podcast. I taped it today for the Schenectady Gazette with one Ken Shot, who happens to be a big Eagles fan. And towards the end, he's like, "I got a problem with you." What do you where you get off? What do you think? How do you think the Jets could possibly beat my Eagles? I said your secondary is garbage, and you can't guarantee that every time you're going to be one yard tush push away from a touchdown. So I go, Quincy Williams is the best player on the defense. All of a sudden, over there, he's he's crushing things. He's the one who caused the the strip sack of of Russell Wilson. So I I think the Jets could very well upset the Eagles at home. The, the Jets are home this week, by the way. Um. An upset. Wow. No, I haven't. I haven't broken the game down any further than that. I just know that if it basically, yeah, if if Zach Wilson plays to the Mark Sanchez level, they yeah, they just win that game. Early look ahead here. Mm-hmm. Uh, matchup up front. Offensive line is really good for the Eagles, but the Jets can counter punch that with the defensive line that's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the secondary matchups aren't as easy as one-on-one, so it'd be fun to see Sauce Gardner versus A.J. Brown, two physical beasts on the outside. Doesn't always work like that because of coverages and, and zone and all. But that'd be fun on the outside. Uh, Jalen Hurts versus some fast li- Can the, uh, the biggest problem is the offensive line for the Jets versus that really good D-line for the Eagles. Can Wilson- I'll say this. I think it'll be a competitive game, which makes me now wonder about the line. I didn't. Okay. I didn't know the Jets and uh, I did not know the Giants and the Bills line. I don't know the Jets and the Eagles line either. If I had to guess, uh, I would just go with seven. Seven seems low, but it's not as high as a double-digit game. From um, I'm gonna go with eight. God, I don't like eight. You know what? Eight. I'm gonna go with eight. Eight. Six and a half. Oh my God! I should have went with seven. Six and a half. Six and a half. What does that sound like? That sounds like you should bet the Eagles, Jeff. Nah. Nah, nah. Give me the Jets plus six and a half. God, that is the perfect number for Jet fans. Six and a half. Because plus 220 on the money line. Oh, that is tasty. That is good. Because, look, we mentioned those double-digit games we touched on there. A 10-point game, I think the casual fan who doesn't wager on games would say, hey, the Eagles are double-digit better than New York. Why are the Jets only at six and a half? This is screaming. You got to bet Philly. Uh, you have the same read on the side, dude, right? You got to mm-hmm. bet Philly. You got to bet Philly. They want the public money on Philly. By the way, they, the sports books, however you want to view this, whoever they is, got slaughtered in week five yeah. because a bunch of heavy favorites won in week five. Yeah, we did. 
So And who was riding with him? This guy. Who doesn't usually ride with the heavy favorites? There's not enough room. You don't want a, you don't want a heavy guy with the heavy favorites. You cashed the ticket. I cashed a lot of tickets. I cashed the ticket. Our guy, shout out to him. Give love where credit's due. Quinn over at Picks 106 at a five-team parlay. Good for plus you. Plus 860. Good for him. Good for you. So, ooh, six and a half is going to have me thinking all week long on that. Jet fan, more optimism. There? Oh, you don't think it's going to stay there? Which way no. do you think it's going? I, I think people are going to bet. I think people are going to bet the Eagles. I think things going to go down. I think at some point you're going to be, you're probably going to bet that thing at five and a half, five plus. The only reason I asked that question, I do agree with your take that it would go in Philly's favor, but the Jets are an odd team when it comes to wagering because we saw so much action in the preseason and so many lines because of the skewed Rodgers view and hard knocks of if we'd see a ton of action go on the Jets. That is the game of the week. And I'm glad I'll say it one more time as you missed it earlier in this hour. That game you can hear right here on Fox Sports 95, 9 and 90. We've got Jets Eagles for you, Aaron. Ken Shot, you listening? Put that in the Gazette. I don't yeah. feel like emailing you. And but by just the do way, that, please. By the way, Ken, look at the guy in the other room before you go against me. That his kids aren't going to college because he owes me that much beer. That's his kids have to are taking out loans now for for preschool because how much times he's lost he's lost beer bets to me. Two. Don't come at me. Don't come at me. Well, um, I do have car seats in my car, thanks to Mohawk Honda. That's I still right. can afford those, and I can afford my... Thank God car. you found an affordable, beautiful Honda Pilot, so I don't have to feel bad. And you can carry all the beer you owe me in, the, in that spacious back uh, side of that car, my friend. There's a lot of space back there, whether it's tr- finding those extra seats, maybe you've got some groceries, maybe you've got some unplanned road trips, or planned road trips where you got to pack the old pack-and-play, a bunch of diapers, a bunch of bags... My pilot has that room that I need. If you need a new vehicle, maybe you've got a baby on the way, didn't realize how much room you actually need in the vehicle you're driving around, head over to Mohawk Honda. We love hanging out with those guys. We're going to be back there on October 26th saying hello to everyone as always. Shout out to Greg Johnson and Lindsey Harrington and Cam McKenna, who I worked with. Hopefully your shoulder's feeling better, man. John Lucas, I know we ripped apart your Giants earlier. We're sorry. You're awesome. I'm not sorry. Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, everybody over there. We love the crew. Shout out to John and Service as well. Always doing great things in the community. Mohawk Honda, whether you're looking for a pilot, maybe you're looking for a 2024 vehicle that you've been saving up for. Maybe you're looking to trade in your vehicle and there at Mohawk Honda, they want to buy your cars. You might be trading in your vehicle and get more money back than you originally paid for your vehicle. They want to buy your cars today. It's Mohawk Honda where they always go out of their way to please you. Stop over to Glenville. Get yourself a new ride today. Thank you so much for making uh, Gaz's car payments affordable so he can pay off his terrible bets to me, the great one. Stay humble, guys. Top four for us next right here. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980.